Hello, and welcome to Buffy the Gilmore Slayer. I'm Brian Morris. I'm Stacey Kulo. And this is our podcast, the podcast where we show our favorite shows to each other. Stacy grew up watching Gilmore Girls. She loved it. I never saw it. I grew up watching Buffy. I loved it. Stacy never saw it. And now it's time. Now it's finally time. And we're pretty sure each other will like the opposite show, and we're going to find out. I hope that's the case, because there's a lot of seasons of both shows. We're going to have to watch all of them to finally decide. I think it'll come down to the last episode. I hope so. Uh, so what have we been up to lately? Not a lot. My mouse broke, but luckily I was going to walk far anyway to go to GameStop to pick up a game, so I just made it one trip. Yeah. That's why I was right there. We live in New York, so we either have to walk far or take the COVID train. And I didn't want to take the COVID train, because the COVID train, even when it's non-COVID train, costs money. It also doesn't really run where you were going. No. And we don't have a car. Right. We also rediscovered gummy bears. Oh, yeah. The show, not the food. Oh, yeah. I should say I discovered it. I don't think I'm aware of this cartoon. But we stumbled across a YouTube series of four hour-long videos, which is just every single 80s cartoon intro strung together. And gummy bears came on, and Brian just starts singing along. I'm like, what is this? This is the best song ever. And we both spent like all day yesterday trying to learn the song. It's a great song. Like, uh, it could be on the radio. Maybe if we get drunk enough, we'll sing it for you. We're not drinking, so I doubt that'll happen. A lot would have to change by this podcast. But yeah, if that happens, uh, good for you guys. If our cat brings us some drinks and keeps them coming by the end of this podcast, we might sing the gummy bears. Song. Right. We won't address the fact that our cat is like sentient now. Wait, aren't aren't cats sentient? Yeah, I guess he is sentient. Yeah, self aware. Smart enough to bring us booze. He knows we need booze. Okay, he just chooses not to bring yeah. it to us. He just don't got thumbs. That's the only thing that's holding him back, I guess. A lot of those 80s cartoon intros are pretty fun because so many of them just have so much explanation of what the cartoon's about in yes. the intro. This one was like, a man was accidentally sent to another dimension, but his ship didn't come. It's okay. He found a tomato and made that into a ship. And then a group of four teenagers came back with him to our world. But there's a catch. There's so much explanation in some of these. Yeah. It's like, this isn't a show. But also, a lot of the times they're like, four powerful teens. It's like, why are they teens? Why are teens protecting the galaxy? Teens are not the ideal candidate. They are not responsible. Anything. No. If anything, Buffy has taught me it's this. Sure, they're maybe in better shape than like a 40-year-old, but there's a compromise. What about like a 28-year-old group of people? Yeah. Couldn't they just been like a mature young adult with supreme powers? Yeah. They don't gotta be a teen. They, they apparently have to be a teen. And here's the backstory. Well, we watched... Some good TV today as well. Today, we started with Gilmore Girls, and we watched season one, episode four, The Deer Hunters. It was called The Deer Hunters. Uh-huh. Does that make you feel differently about the episode? No, I'm just curious. I know there's like a Deer Hunter movie, and I don't know if there's like a reference to that movie in the episode. I have not seen that. Have you? No. Send us an email. Yeah. We won't give you the address, but you can find it. You'll figure it out. All right, so this episode was about Rory getting her first bad grade. So mm. she gets a D and a test, but she's like always gotten A's. But she's never been at this hard of a school. Yeah, and they make it clear that it's not because she's dumb. It's just that she had so much reading to study for, and she was behind when she started. So like, she's not that she's incapable of it. It's just that's why. So she doesn't tell her mom, and she's like super stressed out about it. So she's like down and trying to study, and her mom is being, you know... Kind of annoying because she wants to spend time with her daughter, not realizing that her daughter is like desperately studying for a test that's going to determine a lot of her grade. 
A fifth of a grade, I think. Fourth of a grade? Yeah, the test was a 20%, fifth of a grade. So that's that part of the story. The other part of the story is about Lorelai getting a review. So not Lorelai, but the, the chef got a review from the hotel about her food. And it's a glowing review, but he calls the risotto she makes like fine, like just fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like a two sent, like barely a sentence about it. And she's, of course, very upset. That, it's a very good review otherwise. Yeah, glowing. She's just very upset that he said it was just fine. So she's on a mission to figure out if her risotto is the worst, if there's better risotto. And then at the end of the episode, she decides to like bring the man risotto. And we never find out if he liked it or not. Do we not? I don't think so. She's like, here, try this with this wine. Because we determined that it was a bad wine pairing yeah. that caused him to not like the risotto. Mm-hmm. So we think. But- he never reemerged after he taste tested it. Yeah, I like that she kept her back to him. Like you're anonymous, so if you come back to the restaurant, because yeah. actually for a while I was like, why is she doing this? And then I got it. Yeah, Suki was very preoccupied with this whole risotto thing. Lorelai was coming to her with all kinds of problems, and that's all that she could think of. Lorelai does a lot of talking and not a ton of listening. That's something I've noticed. I don't know if that's a trait they intended for her. Um, I would say not that many people give her things to listen to so far. Okay. Don't you think? I mean, she's like wasn't picking up on Suki's like depression until like a monologue in. And then she's like, oh, what's wrong? That's fair. But I feel like every episode she consistently busts into the kitchen with a whole slew of problems. So It's a lot of talking and not a lot of listening. Yeah. All right. Maybe Lorelai's bad. Do you want to stop? Yeah. Lorelai's bad. I mean, she was just sort of annoying in this episode. (laughs) Tell us about it. Well, just that. There was that. And then she was also making some jokes to her daughter that was like, leave her alone. She wants to study. Right. If I'm if, if my kid was new to school and she was like, hey, I really want to study, I would be like, well, I'm going to keep bothering you. I'd be like, okay, you can study. Luckily, uh, our kid is not at a new school. No, our kid uh, is pretty dumb and uh, just gets D's regularly. We don't have a kid. No, not after we got that D. I was like, no, no son of mine gets a D. If we had a kid, we'd make them bring us booze. Yeah. Not our cat. Yeah. But as you know, our kid is not sentient he's very dumb <laughs> i don't think you know what sentient he's means. a single-celled organism not aware of himself <laughs> so like every episode of gilmore girls lorelei meets a man and immediately starts flirting with him rory's teacher who seems like a nice guy who max medina is that the character's name or mm-hmm. that's the okay max medina uh and he seems to be invested in rory's future and thinks that she's smart Feels bad that he gave her a D, but like he's trying to, you know, be the teacher for the school that he's at. He can't just like, you know, curve her up to an A. So after Lorelai finds out that her daughter like isn't doing great, she's like, I'm going to help her study, which is like a weird thing. I feel like my mom helping me study may not actually be helpful, but it was. So they study all night. They stay up. That was actually kind of a touching scene where like Lorelai falls asleep on the couch or Rory like puts the, the blanket over her. That wasn't in particular touching to me. I feel like I've seen that cliche like a half a dozen times, right? But I did like when the mom woke up and then like saw her daughter sleeping at the table and then like brought the blanket over both of them and like opted to sleep uncomfortably so she could be covering her daughter. I liked that. That was better. I liked that a lot. Of course, they oversleep. She's late. These ladies have problems with that. Yeah. I mean, they try to make excuses that they studied really hard and they should have been able to take the test later, but like... This is the second time they've had an alarm clock mishap in four episodes. Yeah. You'd think like their alarm upstairs would wake them up or something. Do they set their alarm every night before they go to bed? Or like, if I know I have to be up for sure, I'm going to set an alarm just in case. Even if I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep forever in this position. Yeah. 
You got to make sure. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, Lorelai's got to have a meeting at work. What is that meeting for? I don't work? think we actually see it. So there's some very important meeting at work she's got to go to. So Rory drives herself to school and then like a deer runs into the car and then she's like, I'm going to go see if the deer's okay. None of that made sense to me. I'm like, the deer's fine. He ran into the side of your car. Worst case scenario, he's either really messed up and he's dead. You would have seen his body or he just like scuffed his head a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he would be knocked out. I don't know how that took her 15 minutes out of the game. She should have just kept on driving. She's late to school. So she fails the test because she can't take the test. She like has a freaking flip out and starts yelling at her like enemies at school. By the way, the enemies, the girls in this school are like mega bitches. And I don't throw that word around mega or bitches like, they, I just keep, no one is this mean. They're just like actively like, you suck, you're dumb. No one says a word. All the other students are fine with it. The, listen, Max Medina is, doesn't seem to care that his students are just like berating another new student for being stupid. Tristan's still calling her Mary. Yeah, Tristan needs to die quick. I hope that happens. I hope there's a crossover where Buffy comes in. I don't know that there's a ton of murder in this show. I hope there's just a little, and he's part of it. I can't remember what happens to him specifically, but uh, we'll see. Oh, but it's a praying mantis. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> these girls are just so mean. They're so mean. Do you not agree? I agree. They're mean. I'm, I think, I mean, it's mostly Paris leading her other two friends. Madeline and Louise, I believe are their names. But yeah, I think Paris is just like jealous and insecure deep down and is feeling threatened that this girl might take over her status. No, I get the justification for like why she's sort of mean. But like, was anyone this mean in high school? Like they, with no repercussions. I'm not saying it never happened, but like. I feel like I I buy it. I believe it. The teacher being right there and overhearing it, I don't buy. I feel like he would have stepped in. Yeah. Maybe not at Chilton. Chilton seems pretty cutthroat. I don't I feel like as another student, I would have cut in. I would have been like, you guys got to stop. You can't do that. But Max Medina seems like a nice guy, but he does seem like a rule follower. Yeah. I mean, he can't just be like, give her an exception. Like, yeah, you can take the test right now, even if he wanted to give the exception because all the other students are there. Like he couldn't, he was in a no win situation there. I don't know. Maybe he'll be great. Maybe he won't. I suspect that he's going to be a love interest for Lorelai. Why do you think that? Because they flirted. And at the end of the episode, he was like, I hope we run into each other again. That's true. He did pretty much tell her to call him in that phone message at the end. So Lorelai, if she shows up at the college, all pissed off. It's a high school. Um, she goes to the college first and she's like, Harvard... There's going to be issues later here, and we're coming back. That's why she was late to the meeting. Yeah. She actually went to the college first. Yeah, so she goes to the <laughs> she goes to the meeting, and she just, like, yells at them, like, you got to give her another chance. It wasn't her fault. And they're like, any more outbursts like this, and she's out of here. you got to go. She yells at the teacher, too. But Rory hears all this, and Rory's like, oh, that meant a lot to me. But also, it meant a lot to Medina. He clearly thinks that she cares about her daughter. And also... He's found out a way to give her extra credit to make up for that test. That's great. Yeah, right? I was hoping so. It's a lot of your grade. Yeah. An F? 20% of your grade when she already got a D? She's like getting a C in this Not class. even like an F though. Like a zero. Yeah, that's true. An F is what? Like a... 60... Uh, what? No, 59% is like the highest F? In my high school, uh, 70 was an F. Yeah, and this is Chilton, so it's probably like way higher than that. Perhaps. Probably like 95 or below is an F in that school. And it's going to go on her permanent record, along with her being an arsonist. Yeah. Is this related to Buffy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's pretty much everything in the episode. Still no Dean. There is mention of him. Lane mentions that he was wondering about Rory. Yeah, tall boy. Yeah, the tall boy was wondering about you. Apparently Alex Borstein 
is in this show. I she's probably in every episode, and I yeah, just blocked you, like, it out. Swore when her name came up in the intro. Maybe she's just in all of season one. I'm not gonna stop being upset about it because I did not remember her being in it. But oh well, she's gonna hook up with Michelle, right? Yeah, who knows? They might get married, and I just completely blocked that arc out. Who knows? <laughs> it was pretty fun. I uh, I liked, um, like I said, the touching scene of not the original tucking in, but the secondary. The tucking second tuck. In. But I have to admit two things. One, Lorelai is a little annoying. Like her, like awkwardness twenty four seven is a little annoying. But also, like the fact that they were so late, given that they knew there was a test and no one set an alarm. I guess I just assume they didn't think they would fall asleep that way because oh. Lorelai was like, "Let's go to bed," and Rory's like, "No, I'm going to study just a little more." I don't think either of them plan to fall asleep at the table. But I feel like it's on Lorelai to have set yeah, like is. a backup alarm 100%. when she tucked her daughter in at the table. Yeah. She did seem like sleepy out of it. She kind of stumbled over to yeah. the table. It happens. I think you're right about there's some things about the show that are weird time wise too. There's that scene where she's coming into her friend's house and she's like, do I left or right? She's like left. I mean my left. But it's like really just say kitchen. She's been to your house before. She knows you're in the kitchen. She right. Knows this is Lane's house, which is also a antique store and very full of antiques. Yeah. She couldn't find Lane. That, that's not really a time thing. I guess that's a space thing. Right. Which, you know, guys, is the same thing. So yeah. Time space. So that's what happened in that episode. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I remember this being a good episode. I think the deer scene really stood out in my mind because she says like three times, I got hit by a deer. Yeah, that was funny. I thought that was maybe more what the episode was. I couldn't really remember what else happened. Uh, I hear what you're saying about Lorelai being annoying. I feel like she matures a little bit, or is at least, like, not as awkward when she needs to be an adult. Well, it's the beginning of the show, too, so I'm sure they are, like, just as writers, like, trying to find that sweet spot between, like, clumsy, humorous, awkward, and annoying. Like, what's that sweet spot where it's not too much of one, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure, like, Buffy is also a show that's, like, evolving, that, like, the characters sort of more solidify as the show goes on. I hope so. <laughs> Oh, no grandparents in this episode either. Yeah, I thought for sure we were going to see some Emily after they made a mention about how he's already had one Gilmore girl flipping out in there. I almost thought she might show up too. I can't remember. Yeah. You like Emily. Emily's the awesome. She's the best? Yeah. I was going to say she's the tits, but I feel like that's inappropriate, so I didn't say that. No, you said it. Kurt, will you come wash your dad's mouth out with soap? Oh my god, he's coming in here right now. He's on his behind legs. Kurt is our cat. We he's got a monocle and a mat now. And a bar of soap. Oh, my God. Wait, you are our son? <laughs> now for a special segment we like to call Meanwhile Uncharmed. Charmed was another popular WB show airing around the same time that neither of us have seen. But we decided to discuss it on this show as well. Based only on its IMDb summaries. Brian, what happened on Charmed? Meanwhile Uncharmed, Season 1, Episode 4, Dead Man Dating. Piper falls for the ghost of a recently murdered man who needs her help to ensure that he receives a proper burial before an ancient evil spirit can claim his soul. Wow. So now we've learned two of their names, Phoebe and Piper. Okay. Is there something wrong with what I just said? No. I have to at least be open to the possibility that this might be about witches. What? I mean, it's getting a little hard. I don't know. This doesn't say anything about witches. It's... Definitely says ancient evil spirit. Yeah. So far, no witches. Ghosts. Yeah. But it does seem like they're attracting a lot of supernatural type things. I mean, was Charmed also on a Hellmouth? If that's the case, then it's fine. Okay, they're just regular people living with this kind of shit. Right. I mean, it could be that the ghost of a recently murdered man is more like, uh, you know, like she fell in love with a guy by reading his life journal posts after he died. And she's like, 
oh, this guy was so cool. He was, oh, oh, we had so much in common. I was wondering about that too. Like, did she know he was a ghost when she fell in love with him? Can witches see ghosts? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is not a show about witches. It's about like some other like elves and elves can see ghosts. I'm starting to come around on this to your side. Wow, we're really flipping over on this one. But the proper burial in ancient, that makes it sound pretty witchy to me. Yeah. The- Might be about witches, guys. Okay. So Phoebe and Piper and yep. another witch whose name we don't know yet. Don't need to know you it. You think they are witches. I'm, I'm just saying it's possible. They seem to make some bad love choices. So you've got my explanation for what's happening otherwise. She fell in love with a guy by reading his life journal comments. Mm-hmm. Or posts, not just the comments. She was like, <laughs> I want to know what he thinks about other people's stuff. Um, fell in love with him. But she's got to ensure that he receives a proper burial before an old company that owns the deed to his property and things, which is sort of his soul, the things he's accomplished in life, before they can claim him as a missing person and just um, take those things as is put in his will. Sure. And dismount. That was the mental gymnastics I had to go through. (laughs) I mean, if it's about witchcraft, I think you could have just gone with the supernatural explanation. Yeah, yeah. All right. This has been Meanwhile on Charmed. So, guys, let's talk about the next episode of Buffy that we watched. Season 1, Episode 4, titled Teacher's Pet. Stacey, what happened in this episode? This episode was about Buffy just really finally getting into school. Like, she thought she had just found a teacher she connected with. This is a fresh start. But turns out that teacher's dead, and the new teacher is a praying mantis, and she's here to make all the dudes go crazy. Because yep. she's also a hot lady, and literally every man in this school is just so freaking attracted to her, including Giles, not hiding that at all. Like, literally their jaws just drop, and they go, blah, 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 every time this woman is mentioned or walks through. Okay, just so we're on the same page, that doesn't literally actually happen, but, like, yeah. the sentiment happens. Okay, when Xander sees her, he pretty much, like, jizzes in his pants <laughs> front of willow and buffy you know that's an issue the actor had that had nothing to do with this <laughs> i believe it i believe it he's so horny <laughs> xander is so horny yeah so was i at that age i was gonna ask you i'll ask you something in a minute we'll okay. get to that get ready yeah so it, she is a praying mantis and she is praying on specifically virgins so we confirm that xander is a virgin And she's, like, taking boys back to her house to mate with them and have them fertilize her eggs. Yeah. And Buffy and Willow and Giles save the day. Yeah. I think that's that's basically what happens in the episode, right? That's pretty much everything that happens, yeah. It opens on a dream sequence. Yes. I knew immediately it was a a dream because Xander, like, slays a vampire and Buffy's into him and he's playing guitar. All music in the 90s, was it like this? Like, Blink-182 kind of wannabe? Sort of, like, really heavy guitar, but then the singer is like, I'm so sad. That was a number one hit wonder. They, like, created a singing accent that nobody wants to hear. It is a real band. The one that was playing? Yeah. Who was it? Uh, I don't know, but they were on. They had they had an album come out with all of the Buffy, like all the songs that were sang at the Bronze in the first few seasons. Wow! I own that album. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I've listened to that song a bunch. That's I've what I already wanted- met you. What did what was the opening line to the song? He sang, "Dating is hard" or something like that. I don't like remember that? actually, even though I do know the chorus. <sighs> so, what did you think about this episode? I thought it was pretty good. Again, I I predicted it. Though it it might have been because like the summary 
pops up when you go to watch it on Hulu. Yeah. And so I knew the teacher that was coming was going to be a praying mantis, but it was also pretty apparent when she like slams her mantis claw down right away that yeah. someone is a mantis. There's a new character in this episode, Blaine Maul, I believe he said his last name was. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Just like classic jock, I guess, trying to brag about how much he has sex all the time and makes Xander feel bad for how he doesn't have sex. But it's basically confirmed that this thing only feeds on virgins. Mm-hmm. So that confirms that Blaine is a virgin, which is fine. They're like 16-year-old boys. I don't blame them for being virgins, but like pretty much- I wasn't a virgin at 16. Okay. Hey, everybody. I had sex when I was 16. Good for you. Should have been there, guys. One of you was. (laughs) I hope she's listening. We've done this podcast to try to find her. Yeah. She probably likes Buffy. Um, I don't know her. I don't know why. I'm I don't think she did. Actually, she was really into anime. So maybe we'll find. Maybe we can do that next. We'll find her, Ryan. God, that makes her seem young. She was older than me, everybody. Okay, I'm gonna find her. Okay. One thing about this show that I want to stress is like how much better the production gets. It just looks awful. The like, mantis looks so bad. Forget the special effects. It's just the film looks bad. It looks like it's like filmed on like wet physical film. It doesn't look good. It looks like blotchy and like super dark. And I know, you know, filming in the dark is going to look dark, but it looks like very, like it's hard to tell what's happening sometimes. Well, I think a lot of this one was because the mantis looked so bad, they kept it dark. They didn't want us to see that it was like a freaking paper mache thing. Absolutely. But there's just other scenes that happen in the dark, even like in the library where I'm like, can someone turn on another light, please? That's true. I would argue that it doesn't look as bad as some costumes that happen later in this very show. It looks not... It, the moving is what looks real bad, but it's actually a reuse of a costume from Babylon 5. Wow. I wonder if they just saw that costume and they were like, oh yeah, we can write that. We'll write that into the show. And I want to make it clear that everyone liked the teacher because she was giving off pheromones. It wasn't just that she was hot. That's true. It's that their brains were being like messed up. But also she was inviting them to individually hang out after class with her Mm -hmm. to work on building an egg sack for the science fair. Right, that didn't make any sense. That's not how science fairs work. Science fairs, you, like, make your own project. You don't, like, help the teacher make a project. Yeah. But all the boys, of course, volunteered. And we find out when they go to actually hang out with her after school, she's like, oh, no, I forgot all my things at home. And she's eating, like, a crunchy bug sandwich at the same time. If you can do that voice, why don't you do it more? I'm not putting that in. <laughs> Sorry, I had to hose Brian down after I did vocal fry. We're back. So she invites them back to her home and they go. I would not have gone to a teacher's home. Brian, this is what I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. If a sexy lady teacher, yes. <laughs> you would have gone to her home. Oh, are you kidding? Would you have had sex with her if she was down? If she was like, okay, this isn't, hey, Brian. In your 30s, like... 16-year-old Brian. 16-year-old, let's say it was early in the year, yeah. so I haven't had sex yet. Right. Yeah, I'm going to that hot teacher's house to have sex. But after you had sex as a 16-year-old and realized it was bad, you would not have gone? I just don't know that I would have had the need to be like, I need to have sex to know what it is and to like prove that I can do it. I see. But you would have had no qualms about an adult woman seducing you to her home and giving you alcohol? No. If she was like super hot. All right. When you say no qualms, no, I would have had qualms, but I would have calmed my qualms so I could copulate. (laughs) Okay. I kind of figured that would be the answer. I didn't know that you would answer me before I finished the question, but now I know you a little better. Were you going to say, would you refuse and go home instead? (laughs) (laughs) No. 
So Xander goes to her house. She tries to seduce him. He ends up in the basement where Blaine Maul is also in a cage. He informs us that she captured them and she's trying to have sex with them, blah, blah, blah. Blaine Maul earlier said that he's like the all-city football champion. They've established as not a big city. So is that impressive? Yeah. Is that like two? You beat the one other school in your city? If that. Yeah. Do they play the old people? Like, who, who? He's like every 80s villain, right? Like, this guy was such a piece of garbage. Yeah, he's still in high school. Yeah. 10 years later. What? Because <laughs> it's not the 80s. Yeah, I meant, <laughs> I meant he's like the villains. He's not actually the villain. Are we to believe that Mantis Lady had sex with the teacher? No. Was he a virgin? I don't think so. I think she, she killed him. she bit his head off. I think it was just that's what she likes to do. She did that to get access to the virgins? Yeah. Because she also like stole the identity of like a substitute teacher. Right. We find out. They go to some old lady's house because they think it's the teacher's address. but it, And it is, but she hasn't taught since the 70s. I think I liked this episode when I was a kid because it was a Xander-centric episode and I was living vicariously through Xander. And you and... wish you could vicariously through Xander go to a teacher's house and maybe have sex with well, her? I mean, I think I had the same mindset of Xander of like I definitely would like to have sex and like feel insecure about it but like would love just like somebody like he i here's the sex you want you know like someone you could trust like a teacher i didn't like a lot about this episode though as far as i understand they have a time limit you know and they want to tell a whole story but there's just like too much going on in the story and then it ties up too neatly there's like the vampire with the razor blade hand oh that's right and that he's only in the story to like help us find the teacher. Yeah, help us find the teacher because he's afraid of her. Yeah, and Buffy like knows of him, so she captures him and like uses his vampire nose to find the teacher when she's not at the right address. It was pretty dumb, but also just like you're a teacher and you're not really a teacher, you're a praying mantis, right? Are you gonna like get up in front of your prey and be like? Hey guys, let me tell you all about me. It's just such a weird, sad coincidence. That was really weird. That, that she would not draw attention to it. Yeah. But also just like, of course you're teaching about what you are right now. Like, that doesn't make any sense that that just... They do that in shows all of the time. And horror movies especially. They'll be like in class talking and the teacher's like, well, you know, they say that black holes could actually have time travel, but that's just a theory, ha ha ha. And then that whole thing in the movie is that time travel happens in black holes because they just tell you what's happening. I, I don't like that. The episode ends with Buffy longingly, longingly is not the right word, lovingly taking the teacher's broken glasses, the the original teacher, the male teacher that was killed in the beginning, taking his broken glasses and tucking them into his jacket, night night in his little closet. Yeah. And in the closet are mantis eggs. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. The last episode ended ominously, revealing that the witch mother was trapped inside of a trophy. Do they all end with like, hey, maybe we'll use this idea again? We don't know. No, they don't. Uh, I think that's more of a season one thing. I do think, in general, they tend to always pay off the stuff that they like tease at the end of an episode. Except for this episode. And the previous one with the mom and the trophy. You said they don't come back to that? That's not what I said. Oh. That actress is never in the show again. I know that. I didn't say they didn't come back to that trophy. I just said that that woman is not in the show anymore. Hmm. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait for you, Buffy. But these eggs, we have no idea. Maybe they weren't fertilized, so they just died. Maybe they hatched and were like, we don't know what we are, but let's get out of here. Maybe she tried to have sex with the teacher and he wouldn't. Yeah. I don't understand how the they get fertilized. Well, I mean, I think the idea is that whatever creature she is, this is not like an actual, she is like human mantis. Like she's born to do this right i just don't get how the fertilizer comes out of the man we don't know what she does maybe she like sticks something into the dude that makes him pump a lot more out or something wow 
Maybe she rips the prostate out and just like rings it like a towel over the. That is violent. Well, I mean, yeah, what she was going to do was violent. Blaine Maul did seem pretty afraid. He was telling Xander things that he had seen in the dungeon. Yeah, so I'm guessing somebody already died down there. But he also was, like, still making jokes that whole time. Yeah. Which I guess you gotta. Oh, I need to say, the fighting, like, God, it does get better. But, man, I just, I can't stand the freaking Power Ranger karate sounds whenever she, like, punches. It sounds so fake. It's so fake sounding. I know it gets better. Thank God. Like, that's not what a punch sounds like. No. I think it's pretty much confirmed by this episode that Willow is, like, in love with Xander. Oh, yeah. She pretty much says so. She's very concerned when he's gone missing, even though Buffy doesn't think there's anything to worry about. She's, like, worried about his, like, smile and his eyes and stuff. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you're... And, like, she hugged... When he needed the girls to make it look like he was popular with girls, she was all about it. Oh, Willow. Willow. I mean, I assume they'll get together, but I assume it won't be that soon. Here's what I'll say. We got to see... Xander's superpower in this episode. Is it a superpower? Is it a super curse? It's really tough to say. Is it getting wasted off a of one sip of martini? <laughs> I think the martini was drugged. Perhaps. You saw that scene and Stacey was like, dude, you had like a sip. <laughs> First of all, she only gave him like a sip. She made two martinis. One was like half full and one was like no full. She could get so fired for inviting him over for sex and giving him drugs. Yeah, she could get so fired for being a creature who fuck murders her students. <laughs> And for killing that teacher and assuming someone else's identity. She could get fired for some of those things. Was this a good episode, in your opinion? I mean, some of it was fun. I liked how they did the flashbacks to, like, his dream when it was happening to him in reality. I Mm -hmm. thought that artistically was done well. I feel like we went into both of these episodes thinking they were, like, good ones in our memory. But were maybe both a little let down? Yeah. I mean, I don't... I didn't watch this episode of Buffy, like, oh my god, this sucks. But it was definitely like, oh, okay, I see why I liked this, but... It's not great television. I'm pretty sure in the last episode when we announced the titles for this episode, we both were like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not as good as I remember. Yeah. Which um, show do you think was better this week? This is tough. I agree. But I think I'm going to go Gilmore. I think I am too. You don't have to do what I do. I'm not. I just feel like haven't. No, we, we were opposite before. The first show, we were opposite. And then we both agreed our show was the best. And then last week, we both went Buffy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like both going Gilmore is only fair. We <laughs> have to go Gilmore. I think it's how I feel. Well, I'll tell you why I liked Gilmore better, maybe. Okay. I think Buffy had more, like, stakes and focus. I mean, it's going to be a much higher Oh, it's going to have tons of stakes. <laughs> it's going to be a higher stakes plot-wise. Of course, it's going to have so many stakes. Because it's always end, it's literally end of the world stuff. So, you know, a wedding and the Gilmore Girls can't compare to that kind of pressure. The thing about Buffy that just didn't work for me, though, was the telling us about what's happening in the classroom. It's just so cliche and dumb. I just, like, hated that. Mm-hmm. That's And the, the sound effects and stuff, to me, was what changed it. I do still like the episode of Buffy. I thought it was kind of fun. But the Gilmore Girls was more focused. I liked seeing a different side of Rory. She was, like, doing an impression, quote unquote, of her mom. I liked that. Uh, I liked having her yell at her friends, or not friends, frenemies, just enemies, I guess. Yeah, I I would say I'm still waiting for a bit more character development in Buffy. I I think it'll come, but I feel like everyone still is a little one-dimensional, especially Xander, and since he was kind of highly featured in this episode, I don't know, I just didn't get a lot from him other than he's, like, desperate for a woman to like him, even though there is one that desperately wants to be with him. He seems to be missing that. I just, I'm excited to see more what happens between the characters. But like we've said, the shows are a little hard to compare because one is very drama driven and one is very 
what's the bad thing this week driven? Yeah. I think Gilmore Girls is a better episode. I didn't not enjoy the Buffy episode, but I think as a piece of work, maybe the Gilmore Girls was better. Interesting thing I just thought about. So this episode of Gilmore Girls is all about this girl's like studying, studying, studying for a test, right? Buffy was an episode where she had to study to beat the monster. So it was all about her like reaping the benefits of her studying, which is ironic because Gilmore Girls is about all this preparation and not being able to reap the benefits, the reap the benefits of your studying. Wow, that's really deep. And both were about a hot lady coming into a school and turning some dudes' heads. Oh, yes. Also that scene. Like in Gilmore Girls? No, this the praying mantis, Miss French, like doesn't try to hide it all that she's like a mantis. Well, she literally turns herself into a woman. That's fair. I mean, like, Buffy, like, looks at her in the classroom, and she just turns her head all the way around. Oh, yeah. And, like, no one else saw that. Buffy was, like, looking into the door. She wasn't in the room. But there were a lot of people in the room. That's not. She was looking in the room. Why would she do that ever around humans? Like, that's going to give you away. Also, we see her walking home from the grocery store late at night. I don't know what she was buying there. She eats, like, bugs. I yeah. guess and bread and mayonnaise. Does she make sandwiches? Food. What? Why are you bringing bugs to work? Like, go to your car and eat the bugs. Yeah, I didn't like her. She wasn't a good teacher or really a good villain. Well, both were about a new teacher. We don't need to find similarities, but it's fun when we can. It is fun when we can. What is Angel? Hot. Yeah, Angel's hot, and he seems to know things about the vampires' whereabouts. Okay. That's all we know. And Xander hates him. Yeah. And now Buffy has his jacket, and it's a pretty cool jacket. It looks cool on her. I also thought that scene was dumb as hell. Angel shows up, and he's, like, cut. And first off, he's 90% of the time he's in a suit, but he just showed up in, like, a wife beater and a jacket. And she goes up to him, like, what's up? And he's like, oh, I hurt my... You look cold, and hands her a jacket. And then it's like, there's a guy with claws coming. Be careful. And then leaves. But it was like, why did you give her the jacket if she looked cold, if you knew the conversation was going to be like 15 seconds? Well, she keeps the jacket. Maybe he just wanted to have the jacket. Obviously, the dude just wanted to show off his muscles. I think there is an episode coming up where we learn his deal. There's one called Angel in the first season. No, it's not about him. Oh, I don't believe you. Okay, I'm lying, so. (sighs) But uh, I really need some answers about him. And I think everyone does. Well, follow us on social media at Gilmore Slayer and at Brian and Stacy. Brian with a Y, Stacy with an EY. We got all kinds of content, Gilmore Slayer and otherwise. Check us out. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do all kinds of movie reviews. We might post some new sketches soon. And that's it. If you want to watch along with us next week, we'll be watching Buffy Season 1, Episode 5, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. And Gilmore Girls Season 1, Episode 5, Cinnamon's Wake. Ooh. Do you remember who Cinnamon is? No. I think you're going to like it. I'm trying to think if there's like an animal in the show. I don't remember any animals. Did they name the deer cinnamon? (laughs) Deer come back. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Is cinnamon the name of the swan? We'll see. Is cinnamon how you say Michelle in French? We'll see. Cinnamon. (laughs) Gummy bears. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventure that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. We're really sorry about that, guys. We're not. <laughs> <laughs>